Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Level Up Human, the comedy science podcast, souping up the Homo sapien. and welcome to Level Up Human, the show that looks at the human race and tries to figure out how we can make it better. We're taking suggestions from our panel, from our audience here at the Science Gallery in Dublin, and the natural world to try and work out exactly what the next stage in human evolution should be. We're putting together a to-do list for human evolution. We're looking for a design spec for the next stage of humanity, a sort of humanity plus one, which is like a normal human except always one hour late. I'm your host, Simon Watson. Today I'm joined by three entities that are 98% like a chimp and 2% miscellaneous in the form of our guests. On my immediate left, we have our judge who's going to decide what we should incorporate into future editions of our species. It's Neil Delamere. <laughs> Neil is constantly touring, but you might also know him for his incredible comedy documentaries, including the IFTA award-winning programs on St. Patrick and the Vikings. Have you got a favourite St. Patrick fact? Oh, uh, St. Patrick? Yeah, he wasn't the first bishop to come here. That was Palladius, and no one remembers Palladius, and everybody remembers St. Patrick. Yeah. Was he rubbish? Uh, well, he died quite quickly, and uh, so, he, so yes, in that. Was he bitten by a snake? Uh, he was, yes, he was bitten by a snake that Patrick sent to Ireland, <laughs> and uh, to get rid of his competitions. That's one of my favourite facts. Yeah. Well, cool. You're going to be judging these ideas. What kind of things are you hoping our panelists will pitch to you? Well, I have to say it's good to see you again because when we did that podcast uh, a few weeks back, I thought we, <laughs> I thought we had some brilliant ideas. Like there was uh, immortality from a jellyfish. <laughs> Uh, there was uh, one girl who suggested that uh, all emotions should be banned. Now, she sits in a... In a um, well, it's a mental hospital. There's no other way of saying it. Um, but sometimes, if you're quiet enough, you can hear her <laughs> terrifying laughter. Um, so, uh, actually, she's actually here again. Um, I'm, like, one question. Y- you can all see her as well, right? Uh, <laughs> Uh, so that sort of uh, suggestions, our audience were brilliant and so were our panellists. Well, these are terrific panellists. So on my immediate right, we're joined by Lara Dungan. <laughs> Lara is an immunologist. You're currently training to become a proper doctor. Um, also, no, uh, oh, that sounded all wrong, didn't it? I mean, in terms of medical doctor, would that be the word for it? Yeah, uh, yeah. doctor, doctor. Like. A doctor, doctor. A bad joke. Have you got, <laughs> have you got a favourite organ? Yeah. Um, that is the worst shout-up line I've ever heard. 
It actually, it works. Um, I, I do. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Um, I am married, actually, before we I do. <laughs> um, I do. I have, I have favourite organs, but they're not on humans. So I think um, my, my two favourite would be skin, but it's on a glass frog. So they have this skin that you can see completely through. You know all these crazy animals, so you definitely know these ones. So you can see all their organs through, which I think is absolutely brilliant. And then also um, the heart of a blue whale, because they're so big, they're the size of a car. So yeah, I think we're actually kind of crap organ-wise compared to everything else. Good choice. I have a favorite organ, it's the stomach. Because there's something wrong with your stomach, it tells you. You go, are you okay? And it goes, like that. <laughs> you go, do you want some food? And it goes, of course, like it's, it's quite progressive, and it, it'll tell you. Whereas your pancreas is really passive aggressive, and you go, are you okay? And it goes, <laughs> and then you die. You've just hit upon. I think that's an excellent pitch. Like, why not make all humans see through to make your job easier? Exactly, because I'm going to be a terrible doctor, so like, I need to be able to see it. Like. Have you ever seen an Irish girl on an Australian beach? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's as, that is as close to translucent as you'll ever get. <laughs> oh dear. We're also joined by David McEwen. <laughs> David is an engineer, a rocket scientist, and you've done some really cool work. You've been working on the Dalian Arm. Can you tell us a bit about that? So Dillian Arm is a project uh, European Space Agency are doing for, it's a robot arm for Mars, so it's on for a future rover that's going to go to Mars, and uh, it's working with the control system to try to move it about without kind of any vibrations. It's kind of cool. It's kind of odd doing it, because it's all, it's on Mars. And is, is that so the Martians can, can get the little furry toy, or <laughs> is it? <laughs> so we're going to fund it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, so it's, it's for picking up samples and drilling and that kind of thing. Can but, I uh, hug? I preferred can your first answer. <laughs> <laughs> can I hug? Yeah, can I hug? Oh, just one arm. Can you hug with one arm? Yeah, I guess you could. There's nothing you to hug. Clap with I'm just imagining, you you're not just a really lonely scientist. This is not part of it. This isn't like part of the motivation. It's got a practical oh, yeah. purpose. Well, yeah, so it's been built in Italy, so I only have to go over and visit, and then it, it, they usually try to don't let you near them. It's been built in Italy, is it? Yeah, it's been built in Italy. Well, it's, it's bound to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Julian, I'm just saying, because there are people trying to develop hugging machines. That's a real thing. That's yeah, this one would be quite expensive one, I imagine. <laughs> Fair enough. We're also joined by the wonderful audience here at the Science Gallery in Dublin. Give everybody a warm welcome. So before we leap into ambition and look into the future, we want to find out what's happening right now. Our panelists have each brought along a news story with them. Uh, why don't we start with you this time, Neil? What news story have you brought? Oh, well, I'm always reading the latest scientific journals, <laughs> and uh, uh, I like to keep up with the developments in the rodent world, because I don't know if you know that mice and rats are used a lot in scientific research. Obviously, I learned recently, actually, that rats have an orgasm switch. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, that's apropos of nothing. But anyway, um, mice, apparently, they knew for years and years that male mice sang to female mice when they were trying to uh, mate. But recently, a University of Delaware study has figured out that female mice sing back to them as well. So this guy, neuroscientist, had to build a tiny little chamber with all these arrays of uh, microphones in them and calculated it so they could listen to uh, the squeakings of mice. Now, they don't know if the mice sing or shout, which I would have thought was a fairly important <laughs> distinction in terms of, you know, mating. Hey, you know, uh, you singing heard? to a lady and just shouting at her would be two entirely different things. You're not uh, a fan of death metal. 
I'm not a fan of dead metal, no. So they figured out that the male mice chase the female mice and sing to them, and if the female mice sing back to them, and also if they like the song of the male, they slow down so that the male catches them as well. So there's these mice singing towards you. It's like Greece. If you've ever seen <laughs> Greece, the male mice are like, yeah, tell me more, tell me more, like, does she have some cheese? <laughs> and, and the female mice are like, tell me more, tell me more. Does he get on his knees? I don't know what they sing. To, I don't know what they sing to each other, but they do sing to each other. And apparently, uh, this will tell humans a lot about uh, brain mechanics as well. Our doctors and the neuroscientists a lot about uh, brain mechanics as well. And this tiny little box is now uh, twelve hundred euro per month rent in Dublin at the moment. As well. so, <laughs> it's a very interesting story. I thought that's beautiful. What about you, David? What's caught your eye? So it's, it's a space story. They're, they're uh, sending stuff up to the International Space Station this week. Uh, so they're sending up a DNA sequ uh, sequencer. So a really small handheld device where they can uh, sequence DNA, okay, see what, what things are made of, basically. Um, so most of the time they're kind of, I don't know, microwave-sized stuff in, in labs. Uh, but the small one going up there, they have to see what microbes are up there, infectious diseases that are floating around in the space station. They've also sent up some radioactive mushrooms which were like gathered around Chernobyl and they grow on radiation so if you give them radiation they'll, they'll get bigger sort of scary um, this is a it's one of the black funguses it's I a black fungus yeah it's, yeah. it's kind of like the stuff you see in your shower that kind of stuff <laughs> um, so I thought that's kind of cool and, and the idea of, of the DNA sequence is, is to see if it works in space and then you know if they go into outer space and they find stuff they can try to see what this alien life is kind of made of uh, with the mushrooms, they can see if they're magical or not. Because <laughs> <laughs> these, these are really, really cool. Because I remember when I first came across these, they, it, was, look, it was at Chernobyl, I think, where they were discovered. But mm -hmm. then they find out that they're actually in quite a lot of nuclear reactors anyway, growing yeah. away happily. And the compound they use, so the way that plants use chlorophyll for photosynthesis to get energy from the sun, they've got it, that's what makes them green. It's melanin, so it's the same stuff that makes us freckles. Yeah. So maybe we could just get energy by going all radioactive or something. That might work. Don't try Seems it. Seems like a good idea. Put it on the list. Get a He's radioactive. essentially saying that ginger people are going to be our overlords. <laughs> well, have you or is that a scientific leap? Have you seen Top Gear recently? That's kind of what happened, maybe. What about you, Laura? What's caught your eye? So, I um, also have a DNA story, because that's supposed to be my thing there. Oh, sorry. I stole your idea. Sorry. Biologist. Go for it. So, um, mine is about um, a DNA nanobot. So this guy in a university in Israel has created basically like a DNA clam. So you know what a clam shell is like, it, it kind of, this is useless for the podcast, but you can all see, it uh, kind of opens up and the clam is inside. And, and one of the big problems for treating cancer is that drugs that treat cancer are very, very toxic. So that's why people lose their hair and they get sick and, and they're frankly quite horrible. But if you can find a way to get that drug sort of sneakily to where it's gonna go, it's sort of the perfect system. So they've made these little DNA, basically, prisons. And they can put whatever they want inside them, drugs if they want to, and they target them at the cancer. And uh, so I read this story really, really excited, and it was talking about going into human trials. There was this, this one man who had very serious leukemia, and um, he was sort of, the way they said it, he was, he was scheduled to die in June. And I, was, I, I sent this to you last week, and I thought the whole thing was really exciting. And so just today... I read up to see if the results were out, and, uh, and then I noticed the year. So it, this all happened last year, and uh, I didn't read it properly, and there's absolutely no information since then. 
So I'm thinking, even though it's a great idea, I actually think my science story didn't work. So I think I've already been proven to be the worst scientist on the stage because I picked one that broke. No, but look, actually, I think you might be the best because it's a problem that we're having in science is that nobody reports um, I don't know what happened. Work. Yeah, it's gone. So this is a constant problem. The battle that's going on all the time is that nobody even replicates tests as often as they should. Mm. Is there a chance that man uh, is fine and is he's grand and he's away living on a farm? Definitely, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, no, like, I can guarantee you that. Okay. Absolutely. Along with my childhood dog. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> L- little Mufti think, is definitely over there. Is, do you think, is that what they do to doctors? They just get them a new one that looks the same? <laughs> Your patient is still here. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's got darker than I anticipated. Very, very <laughs> you know, when we started off with Chernobyl, I thought it was going to lighten up after that. <laughs> no. but, oh, God. Let's go back to the mice. Well, okay, let's get a bit more optimistic. Instead of having what's happening now, what will the future <coughs> be like? Our people here are going to give us some pitches. Neil, we're going to get to choose. We're going to take one forward each episode. Why don't we start with you this time, Lara? What do you think? What is your pitch? Okay, so. I am 163 centimetres tall, um, which I believe is, is five foot four. And, um, or well, I might be a little bit less, but I, we let that go. And I went to the greatest resource on the internet to find what the average height is for women in Ireland, uh, Wikipedia, so we know it's right. And it is pretty much 163, 164 centimetres, so I am exactly average. Um, now, the top shelf in my kitchen is definitely at least 92 feet tall because I <laughs> cannot get to it. And it's, it's quite pathetic. My housemates, well, maintains she's 5'2", she's definitely only 5 feet. And, and we have to have this really embarrassing little stepladder in our kitchen. It's, it's actually pathetic. I'm, I'm embarrassed to use it when there's people around because we can't reach what we want. And it bothers me every time. And if I go to a gig, I've, I have heard so many great gigs but I have no idea what the lead singer of The National looks like. I, I still don't. <laughs> and it really bothers me. And it's a real short person thing. And I want basically memory foam people. I want people that can stretch out their cells. Because our muscle cells do stretch. Like when you um, contract or expand your muscle, it actually is stretching and it is, it is uh, contracting. Um, so it's, it's a real thing in muscle. Um, and there's also a real disease that humans have called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. And it's actually, it's not funny, but it, it kind of is. I'm so sorry if you suffer from it. But they're the lads who put all the um, pegs on their faces. You know, you see them in like the Guinness Book of Records. They pull out their face and they stick on a peg. And it, it's not funny because like it, it causes like your arteries and stuff to, to explode. So it's not great. But if we could kind of control that, right? So like if people were in car crashes, you know, your cells, yeah, you'd get, your body get all smushed in, but you'd be sort of memory foam, and you'd come back to where you were, and you could kind of stretch out. So if there's, like, a kitten in a tree, like, you could rescue the kitten. And, like, I know, like, firemen's children everywhere would be starving because they'd have no work. <laughs> but, like, I just think if you, if you could stretch out your cells and, and, and stretch out your limbs and kind of morph your body but go back to where you were, I think that, that would make people class. This is interesting. I because I know the guy who's the... Stretchiest man in the world. He's called Gary Turner. Yes. He's got his He's, got He's the stretchiest man in the world. He can yeah. grab his stomach and pull it out over six inches. Yeah. Like, I don't know why he would, but, you know, he does. He, do, he did it on Record Breakers. Do you remember that used to be a BBC show or World Record Breakers or Guinness Book of something, World something? I don't know. It's but he was on it, and he stretched stuff over, and you can pull things over his head and... But Which is kind of useful, yeah. Like you know, the, you know, if you're ever watching Doctor Who and you hide behind the sofa, he can just go... Yeah. <laughs> 
the old belly fat. Well, some of us can do it anyway, but that's that's for a different reason. But I just think but it'd be like, have you seen people who have been obese at some point and they lose loads of weight? Like yeah. their skin is really stretchy as well. Yeah. There was a woman I saw once, and she'd lost a lot of weight. And she looked great, but she had loads of stretchy skin, and she was going to get an operation to get it done. Like I would just, I would just get it sewed from my ankle to my wrist, and I could be like a flying fox. <laughs> <laughs> What's you, you? You mentioned a problem here because you were saying about the arteries and things wearing out. So yeah. Why is that? Like, why is there a limit to this? Okay. So, so there's this stupid molecule called collagen, which wrecks our buzz because it means you can't stretch things too far so basically the whole i mean it sort of flies in the face of my theory because if you stretch something too far you're obviously going to thin it everybody you can kind of imagine that you've got your your play-doh or whatever it is the stretchy stuff and it gets so thin you can see through it and it breaks so that's kind of the inherent problem with this if you stretch your cells out too far like they can for so the arteries would your bones stretch as well like in your new scenario would your bones? No, I'm sorry. Um, would your bones? Because stretch? like, if you you put your hand up like that, and and your finger muscles stretch, but if it, there's no structure, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, of in course, this yeah, yeah. So your bones will have to go as well. Yeah, that'd be so. Actually, obvious. surely the real problem here is that all muscles work by stretching against your bones. So how do you get your bones to stretch with nothing pulling them? Do you, do you see what I mean? Yeah, sheer willpower would be <laughs> would be the. the so answer. you're saying that we just don't want it enough? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Is the suggestion to this maybe putting the stuff in your kitchen on a lower shelf? <laughs> there's a lot of stuff in my kitchen. I just there's no there's no space for it. no. But I mean like there's it's, real world like, applications for this. Real as well. world. But like if you're in a car crash and stuff, if you could kind of you know mold around the steering wheel and then just pop back and be grand, like I mean I would be out of a job because no one would need doctors. But that'd be okay, because, you know, I could reach everything I needed, and I'd be really happy, so... There may be other... Because I'm thinking collagen's... Because collagen is one of the dominant molecules in our body, full yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah. And it's what you make gelatin from. Mm. So maybe we can all go a bit jellyish instead. More wobble. So if, if our collagen wasn't working properly, we'd sort of sink into a puddle of a human and... Yeah, it doesn't sound great either, no, actually, in the song. it's not great. What do you reckon, Maybe, maybe that's why you're not suggesting them. So. Yeah, but see, then, that, uh, would that not take all the differentiation between people out. Do you know what I mean? Between one person and the next Yeah, would we all just stretch a certain amount? Or, like, for example, if you're going to stretch, would you just stretch, because you're five foot four, would you stretch to six foot four? Or or if somebody was six foot four, would they stretch to seven foot four? It'd be proportional, yeah. Oh, proportional, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, I mean, I thought it was madness before, but now we know (laughs) that it is. Once you bring proportionality into it. I mean, there's some logic behind it. But I'm saying, because if everybody stretched to whatever size they wanted to, then the Olympics, for example, is ridiculous, and there's no point watching it anymore. Well, it's not going to be... And that would be my main concern. It's, <laughs> it's not going to be like um, that character in the Fantastic Four or whatever, Mr. Stretchy Pants. I don't know. That's, that's him, yeah. Mr. Stretchy yeah. Pants. Mr. Stretchy Pants. Because he can kind of spread out his whole body and, and you know, engulf explosions. And, and just because he's stretchy, all of a sudden, like, fire doesn't hurt him. But anyway, let's, let's, we're not getting at the Fantastic Four. You're not, it's not ridiculous stretching. It's kind of like... I suppose I could stretch up to maybe the, the screen up there. Maybe yeah, two or three Yeah, but you know what feet. science is like? Once you can stretch to, to six foot, you're going to want to go for more. Like, you're but, not going to be happy. But then you have competitions like for no, that. No, no because you're going to sit there and you're going to go, oh, the top shelf, I can reach the top shelf now. What's next? The attic. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> do I really need a styra? Oh, I can fix the chimney. <laughs> like, what's he going to do? Are there going to be rockets? No, he's going to touch stars. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> There's it not going to be that little arm it that he's would. working on now. It's going to be his own arm. 
I mean, his head is going to be on earth so he can breed. I'm not a, an idiot, yeah. right? But he's going to go, oh, when the stratosphere, and then he's going to poke around in space with his little DNA reader, or reader just seeing what's up there, infectious diseases. So I think, you know, for that reason, I'm against it. <laughs> oh. Everything you just said there made me for it. That sounded great. Yeah, actually, I might be for it now. <laughs> You're easy persuaded here. <laughs> in or out? Um, I'm in for the moment because I want to hear what David says. <laughs> so in for now. David, you're up. Can you meet this? My, mine's not too far away from it because it's actually... Mine, mine's increased range of motion for our joints. I don't really care about our muscles and stuff, but actually for our joints. Because for too long we've been inferior to owls hmm. in our neck. <laughs> <laughs> and I have, I have this theory that owls laugh behind our backs. <laughs> but we're too slow turning around to see it because of all the inertia that we can't. But we had owl necks, we'd, we'd catch them. <laughs> and he's right. He's right. I, I am right. That is right. I was only uh, saying that the other day. For too long, we've been inferior to, to owls. owls. Right. I'm actually. I'm quite suspicious of anyone here. Can I maybe show of hands who's suspicious of owls? Not. Not show of hands. Only no, no, podcast no. by shouting. No, they all put their hands up. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody is suspicious of owls. Tell you why I'm suspicious of owls. Owls, owls eat mice, right? And mm. any scientists know that's an early clinical trial. And they're only <laughs> one funding application away from moving on to humans. Okay. No. Right, so I think, I think all our joints, not just our neck, all our joints should have an increased range of motion. I have non-owl reasons for this. I think... I think... I live kind of completely one-sided. I just use this kind of front bit, mainly. But if I could be walking around and then I could just twist all my joints around, I could, I could go that way as well. And I could, I could have used both sides. You could, but you could just turn around. <laughs> yeah, but well, actually, you've, you've kind of hit it. Like, uh, well, well, I'm sorry to interrupt, no. but on the Serengeti, when we were being chased by cheetahs, like, no one ever ran backwards away from them. <laughs> like, we did cop. I should probably turn in the direction of travel. Like, if you go on a travel, uh, travel aid in an airport, it says face direction of travel. Yeah. So we have overcome that problem. Okay. Now, I mean, the owl neck, I'm 100% with you. Yeah, okay. Because taxi drivers could then turn around and go, do you know what I had in the back of my cab? The way to do anyway. What, what, <laughs> what, about this, what about being at a wedding and you're wearing a white shirt and you spill some soup on it? Yeah. And then you just turn your torso around so you have a white, white shirt at the front again and then you're ah. good. You're like imagining like a kind of No, no, hold on, sorry. You'd have to have a shirt with two fronts on it. No, you just would have no buttons. You have the back of the shirt at the front. You you'd take your jacket off. No, no, no. A shirt is very much like a European-based war. You cannot have two fronts. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best joke you're ever going to hear <laughs> on a science comedy podcast. It had everything. Come on, let's go through this now. <laughs> I think if we went to the effort of going two-sided, would make two-sided shirts. Or you could be a priest. If you turned around, you know, if you spilled oh, it on that side, you'd be just a priest then, for the second half of the wedding, maybe. And you could do Pray the wedding. Well, that's not so earlier. much wine, though. You'd spill on yourself as the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, though, wouldn't it? I am a Protestant. So. As a word, oh, dear. Oh. <laughs> oh, but look, the, look, the question here is, the question really... <laughs> <laughs> the question really is... <laughs> because the reason why owls do this is because they've got rubbish eyes. So yeah. they're trying to make up for it. Yeah. And I think you're really onto something here because because pretty much every animal out there is a kind of uh, example of what you're looking for. We find more on their joints. Does it, do anyone know of an eye eye? A what? An eye eye is... It's a pirate of some sort, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> not like, it's kind of like a primate with a stutter, if you can imagine, because it's basically this lemur from Madagascar. 
Uh, it's got a really long skeletal finger because it okay. occupies the same niche as woodpeckers. But it's got a shoulder joint in its finger. So you know the phrase like sit out and swivel? They can actually do that. <laughs> they can really, yeah, so they can get round. So maybe you just need more of the different type of joints. Why not have like, why not have a shoulder joint in your neck? Sure. Shoulder joint in your neck? I, th I think all, yeah, I think I want all joints to be kind of. Is a neck not a pivot joint? Yeah, it is. And yeah. a shoulder joint and is like a ball and socket joint, isn't it? Yeah, so why not for something else? And so a hinge the... joint is, like, is your wrist. Yeah. So why would you have a shoulder joint which is less flexibility than a pivot joint in your neck? Biologist man. <laughs> if you thought. <laughs> Next you'll be suggesting we have shark skin. <laughs> <laughs> you could have both though. Like this is the thing for this item thing or a stretching. So I think, I think a pivot joint just allows rotation. Yeah. Why not the or ball of a mouse? Why not the ball of a mouse? Well. <laughs> why not just have that in Do you mean neck? a real mouse? Or no, no, like a computer mouse. <laughs> that makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. Left so click, right click. How, how owls do it is that they have, so they can turn basically 270 degrees in both directions. We can turn about 60, 80. Which right? means that they're over 360 in total. Yeah, in total, all the way around. if they went, yeah, all yeah. the way around. Um, so, what would happen if humor do it is that basically your your all the plumbing, all the arteries and stuff going up get kind of kinked. Yeah, kinked, kind of caught, right? So the blood would stop going to your head. They have this kind of system of blood vessels that or arteries that are going up and if one gets cut off, it can go an alternative route. Oh, like that. That's pretty good. So a that's diversion. Stuff. Yeah, a diversion. So they have these kind of an overflow, kind of a backup channels for when they're doing it. So it's pretty pretty clever. So we should do that. And they also have <laughs> they also have how how the the vessels go up. So to go up through a bone, there's a, there's a kind of a gap through the bone to protect it, and there's an area around it, so there's a bit of flexibility that it can move around, but in mm -hmm. humans, it's kind of quite close to the bone, so we'd rip our, our vessels apart if we tried to do it. Okay, here's another question for you. Have you seen cyclists Sorry. who have helmets with mirrors on them? Yeah. Would that not? <laughs> <laughs> like a mod, sort of like have as many as but you could. You have, like you cycle around, you have a little mirror there, and you can see behind you. It seems quite but odd I, that I, owls can only do, do 270 rather than the full 360. Like, they just seem not to have committed to that. <laughs> yeah, well, it has to stop. It, it they can't go continuous, because then... Because you won't screw your head. You won't screw your head, yeah. Um, so, but we could do that. We could try to... We could change. We have any joint we want. So, we, so something like a motor goes around and around, right? Yeah. Continuous. And it never... It has electricity going to it. So that's kind of the vessels going to it. And it never... The wires don't twist around, because they're using kind of a... What kind of slip this kind of brushes that make sometimes make contact and sometimes don't. So it goes around. So it's kind of a semi-permanent contact between things. So our neck, all our blood could come up here, and then we have a semi-permanent contact with our head that goes around. It may be like a sort of sprinkler system, which is just shooting blood anywhere yeah, you need. Yeah, and most, and then it's drained, and then most of it gets re recycled. Well, yeah. this is, this How is would you know if a child was possessed? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> <laughs> She'd, she'd be the only child whose head wouldn't move. Yeah. Like, say a child was a terrifying child that, like, believed in a world with no emotion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what the... Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Laugh. You know better laugh. Okay. <laughs> but I, I think, uh, so I'm not just thinking about now, I'm thinking about all, all our joints. So, so what would you have for wrists then? Well, I'm thinking that our wrist would, would go, it could go sideways as well. It would have extra oh degrees of freedom as well. Teenage would. boys would kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> but I, well, imagine if it was stretchy, that's even worse. We're, good. We, we're not compact enough. We, we, we can't kind of fold ourselves up into small space. So we waste a lot of energy and, and, and time because, because of the way our, our structure is. So if you take airplanes, they, can't, they don't fit as many people as they could because they have to put seats in and they're getting smaller and smaller. But if we could just kind of fold ourselves up you could store yourself in the overhead compartment. Can I just stop you there? Because if Michael O'Leary hears this, <laughs> yeah. we're all going to be going to Stansted tomorrow. <laughs> you might have missed the trick here. Because like, there's one thing we have to get in here, is that, is that you're saying about aisles having extra arteries, basically. Yeah. That could be really useful. Like, you won't get a heart attack if you've got another one that's a spare. Mm. Yeah. Redundant, avoid strokes redundant plumbing. Be good. Redundant plumbing. Yeah. Cool. Is this in or out? Oh, that's so in. <laughs> Absolutely it's in. Who doesn't want a head that can go all the way around, knees that bend the other way, new arteries, and blood rushing around your head like a girl you've just fancied has said yes? Uh, I think it's a genius idea, I have to say. Well, okay. I, think it's I don't necessarily, you know, he's looking at the animal kingdom and going that we should, I, ne not necessarily owls, but because like, owls are thick as planks, you know that? Are they? No, yeah, they're not wise at all. I met, I met a falconer once and he said, uh, Falcon's not too bad. Owl. <laughs> <laughs> How do you describe that face? Yeah, owls yeah. are morons. Seriously. Why? Why? I yeah. don't know why. I have no idea why. I was more surprised by the fact that owls are morons. And kids love them now because they're in all the Harry Potter films. And so they're just gobshites. <laughs> they're not intelligent at all. You look at them, they look intelligent. They're morons. There's no scientific basis to this. <laughs> isn't, isn't wise well, well, an owl? Isn't one it? lad said because it, so, I mean, that's... Well, no, he's a fellow who works with owls. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, owls don't check. It's not one of those mating characteristics. An owl doesn't go up to another owl and go, hey, how, how, how many points did you get in your leaving search? <laughs> one owl goes up to another owl and goes, God, you can get your head around 271 degrees. Let's go make a baby. Does that mean they can do doggy and eye contact? Oh. <laughs> I just thought about that. Like, Sorry. That's... Sorry. That would be absolutely terrifying. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's no, what no, he has proposed. Let's, let's, no, 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 no. That is what he has proposed. proposed. He didn't propose that use for that technology. You see, you see, a perfectly yeah. valid scientific idea, and yeah. some mengly madman <laughs> takes it and wants to use it. There's nothing more terrifying than be in that situation and have the man or woman, whatever you're into, slowly turn around <laughs> and look you in the eye. God. And with her, 
with her movable thumbs go, you're doing a great job there. Look at this absolutely terrifying. <coughs> As you reach around with your wrist that flips each way. <laughs> Is it on the short list? <laughs> Well, it was already on the short list. Now that we can make porn out of it, it's 100% on the short list. It is the short list. It is the entire Irish budget towards science short list. It's what it is. In fact, we should just wrap up this podcast now. We might have to if we run over. Audience, we think you can do better for this. So, please, what are your suggestions? Put your hand up, we'll get a mic to you as fast as we can. If somebody that we can't see from the back just goes... <laughs> You know they don't do that. What owls? Not the not the re- making love. Oh the, no, the uh, the twits and the twos. Do that's, that's two owls. So one is the lady owl, one's the male owl. One does twit and one does two. Really? His Between each each other's sentences. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's oh, how you know they should be together, <laughs> rather than looking her an eye and. and <laughs> Please, sir. What's your name and what is your idea? Uh, James. Um, internet for in your head basically with a cybernetic eye so you can like stream video when you get bored watch cat videos in those awkward situations where you're stuck in work in a meeting you just don't want to be there Why? <laughs> was that uh, was google glass not meant to be kind of like uh more of non-invasive one that you just see instead of everybody knowing what you're doing all right okay so you can be a sweat roll and just you can like google that. like you know do sharks get a tan or get burnt yeah. They only get a tan, they don't get how, burnt. How would you manage the uh, interface uh, to, to looking stuff up? They're starting to work on, you know, brain interaction with computers anyway, using your brain waves. So you could use something along those lines where it's, you know, or verbal communication. 20 minutes into this meeting, turn on the video or Netflix. I don't want to be here. Well, you've got one big problem here, which is that your eyes are rubbish. So you're mm. going to be putting things... Well, they're not rubbish. You've got two of them. They're great. All That's right. why I said cybernetic eye instead of your ordinary eye. Well, yeah, because currently, if you're going to alter them in some way, the part you focus on is absolutely tiny. And the part you can see in color, if you get your hand and you stick it out in front of you, your thumbnail is about what you actually see in your color. And then your brain does the rest of it. So you can only watch black and white movies. How do you feel about this? It's better than some of the meetings I go to. (laughs) (laughs) What do you do? Me? I uh, I work in IT, but I get some very boring meetings with a lot of guys in America. They go on and on. Hey, well, and on. Hold on. They're in America. Just look so, stuff up on your computer. I can't. It's, in, it's like it's a conference, video conference with, without computers in front of us. You do IT, make something better. Come on, this is the answer. I tried, it just doesn't work. The only cat videos would be black and white, like Jess. You're watching Postman Pat all the time. That's all. <laughs> could be worse. You could watch all Alfred Hitchcock movies. Yeah. They're all black and white. They're birds. It's not, a, it's not a bad idea. I, I don't know if I want to mess with the inside of my brain. Um, so, you, so if you're sitting there in a meeting and it's voice controlled, I mean, people are going to realise that when they're going, what were the results of the third quarter? And you're going, click through to the next Tinder woman. <laughs> <laughs> swipe right, swipe left. That's going to sound a little bit odd. I mean, it's not owls. No, <laughs> nothing's going to beat the owls. No. Well, that was very, very pointless making any suggestion then. Yeah, I, <laughs> I had to do something. If you already realised you were beaten, why did you even get involved? Right? Just no, it's not a bad idea. No, it's, it's, it's on the shortlist for the moment, I think. But David's definitely staying the lead, I think. Give James a huge round of applause. Thank you very much. <laughs> Hello, what's your name and what is your idea? And my name is Elijah. And my idea is, much like a computer system, if maybe we could do a small tweak evolutionarily or either by computer systems to be able to 
access our long-term memory whenever we want to, I think that would be great because human beings will then be fundamentally smarter. So anything you read, you can also remember. We'll also be able to communicate with lots of people from around the world because you just listen to a translation tape once and then you're good to go with the language. And maybe instead of removing all of your memories or, or all of your emotions, you can just recall a happy memory. Ah, okay, so hold on. Perfect memory. Am I right in thinking that's the pitch? Yes. Okay. I think that's brilliant. It is, but do you not have stuff you really want to forget? <laughs> I can't remember. Tell us, Neil. Tell us. No, I'm not. <laughs> Incriminate. I'm, I'm not. No, but like. But you can access the ones you want. So, like a computer system, you can go into which files you want. So, like your memory, you can go into the good ones, and then the kind of bollocks ones you can just keep in your rubbish bin. Yeah, but if there's a folder marked bad memories and you know it's there, I mean, you're going to look at it, aren't you? <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm not going to check out my ex on Facebook and then you have a few drinks and you go, oh, click on the recycle bin of, oh. A <laughs> big problem here is actually that every time all memories are, there's no such thing as a read-only file in the brain. So all memories are altered by the act of remembering them. So it's like Schrodinger's memory. So Even the act of remembering so. alters the... Yeah, because, because it's all made of approximations. There's no such... Like, memories are not just stored. It's, kind of, it's not like a filing system. But the, dr the things you're talking about, like removing memories, drugs already exist to remove that. They're doing tons of research into PTSD, like post-traumatic stress, stress disorder stuff, where you give somebody a drug and you get them to recount the memory as much as they can. And the more detail they can bring up, it's kind of like the more it's coming out of the filing system, for want of better, a better analogy and it doesn't go back, so it blocks the thing going backwards, that's it. But there, that's the thing, is there's no such thing as simple memories, there's no way of recording things like this. It's Memento would be shit <laughs> in the new world. Yeah, I guess. That's not the only problem though, it's just, it's just the fact that there's, there's no such thing as perfect memory, because there's no such thing even as perfect perception. We're all yeah, lying well, to mem I mean, memories in uh, criminal trials have been proven to be faulty, so. Yeah, useless, more or less. Yeah, so. What, and what is, like, what is eidetic memory? So, do you know the phrase eidetic memory? It's kind of like what we'd call a photographic, photographic memory. memory yeah. So, superior autobiographical memory. Does anyone have one out of interest? Can I come to you? Because you've got something interesting to say here. What's this to add to this idea? Um, speaking of mixing computer stuff with uh, human minds, I think our brain, you know, it, it should bring a message like uh, sympathetic nervous system is not working. Are you sure you want to do this? Because then people would like avoid doing a lot of stupid things with, with doing our <laughs> daily lives. Just like a warning. Are you sure you want to proceed? Gee, that's a brilliant idea. <laughs> like when I took the booking to do this. <laughs> I really should have gotten one of those texts. I think that is a great idea, yeah. Do you really, do you really want to do something? And it's going to be triggered by alcohol usually, to be honest yeah. with you, isn't it? Um, Sorry? Yeah, it, it is going to be triggered by alcohol or you're in a particularly angry state Yeah, maybe if like alcohol is involved, you have to insert a password or something, you know, for <laughs> extra security. Which you won't be able to remember anyways, which is genius. Yeah, unless we have your system where we can remember everything, <laughs> which is a disaster. That is a very good idea. Well, look, yeah. this is a separate picture. Are you basically suggesting a content filter for the mind? Yeah, maybe a, a content filter would, would be good, yeah. Just, like, I think it's just about introducing a pause before making decisions, basically, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, you you're given, you're given an extra option. Like, are you really sure you want to do this? Are you not going to screw everything up? Do you not have any friends? 
<laughs> because that's what a friend would do. But I suppose your friend, they're not there all the time when you're there at two o'clock in the morning. I'll just ring him and see how he is. <laughs> There'd be a lot less traffic on eBay, because that's basically that's what that a, is. That's very, yeah. yeah. This slanket is a brilliant investment. <laughs> I might want to see it. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. And how, where would you stop it then? What do you mean, where would I stop? How many, how many questions would you be asked before you did something? Oh, I don't when know. When would you be asked, for example? I don't know. I haven't really thought about that. Just uh, okay. sometimes I make, I do things, and I'm like, why did I, why didn't I think twice? I, I should have gotten that. Are you sure you want to proceed? Message, you know. So like for today, we could have had. Uh, are you going to make a suggestion here? Yes. Are you sure you want to make a suggestion? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happens if they ask you a follow-up question? <laughs> are you sure you're prepared for the inevitable questioning that will happen afterwards? <laughs> Oh, maybe it comes to a point where you, you just, oh, screw this, and you just say yes, yes, yes. I, I guess that's what You're very much a control-alt-delete girl, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, nobody reads the terms and conditions, do they? So nobody's going to read the terms and conditions of your mind. You're just going to click through and say yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's probably true. What do you say? <laughs> hey, wait, 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 whoa, microphone to this lady, because she's value. It's scientifically proven that no one reads the terms and conditions. That's been scientifically proven? Yes, there's been studies that like, le like, like less than 1% of people actually read the terms and conditions. Did they do it by survey? Um, <laughs> I'm actually not... <laughs> uh, I'm actually not sure about what they actually did with the study, but it's been proven. Cool, man. So hold on. We've got two ideas here that we have to see if they work. So first of all, a content filter and a sort of perfect memory, which I'm skeptical of because we're going to have to do something to really pimp it. Like maybe actually having, for the, you know. Well, the perfect memory, so, but the suge suggestion is that the issue is the perfect perception. So there's two parts of it. So you perceive something and you screw up what it is because we all perceive things entirely differently. But whatever you do put in your brain, Elijah wants you to perfectly recall it. Yeah. No. I think you're being kind of hard on Elijah. I feel like you're saying every other idea tonight is totally feasible, <laughs> but Elijah's the one and only one maybe we can't do. <laughs> oh no, this isn't about I'm not sure of the owl neck, and I'm what? sorry, but it's because I'm losing. <laughs> I don't think it's going to work. I'm sorry. No, this is I'm on Elijah's team. No, this isn't about feasibility. This is about what you would want. And okay. wanting to remember, I don't know about you, but I've lived a life full of shame and regret. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my own personal projection, Elijah. Elijah may well be a man of upstanding and moral character, you know? No, no he's not. <laughs> <laughs> so why do you want to remember the bad shit? Are you a member of Opus Day or something like this? I need to punish myself. Yeah, why um, do you want to remember everything? When I was younger, I watched a lot of... Um, anime and read a lot of manga and I learned how to speak Japanese but because I didn't have anyone to speak Japanese to in London I kind of forgot and I always thought it would be nice if I had perfect memory of that moment because then I can be able to well, of those years then I can speak Japanese or if I read I don't know To Kill a Mockingbird I want to remember everything about it the first time I read it the feelings that invoked in me that would be pretty awesome well, maybe this like is being hugged by your mum for the first time that's something that I'm sure you would want to remember but hold on you but you get hooked by the first time, presumably by your mother as a baby, yes. and you don't form memories as a baby. Or if you're, uh, or if you're Irish, maybe around <laughs> four or five, um, <laughs> if you've done something particularly well, and never by your dad unless awfully you've won. As a um, <laughs> <laughs> don't you laugh at my pain? Do you want a hug now? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, I do. <laughs> Tell you one thing. <laughs> oh, I backed oh, the right horse in Elijah anyway. Tell the, you what. Uh, the ironic oh, thing about that, Elijah, is I'm going to drink so much tonight, I'm going to forget what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, as a complete tangent, even when you said about hug, remembering hugging your mum, there was about three or four people in the audience who want your phone number right now. <laughs> <laughs> because they want to hug your mum. <laughs> I saw that and don't pretend I didn't. <laughs> no, I think he's on to something, but just not everything. That's all I would say. Just not everything. You know, like we'd all be able to learn, love to learn a language like that. We're all massively impressed by well, looking at of. comics. You learned Japanese. I mean, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, there's this, you're sitting in a room full of people, if you grew up in London, who studied Irish for 14 years <laughs> and can just about ask to go to the toilet, right? You learn Japanese from Go fuck yourself. <laughs> You're kind, of, you're kind of disqualified by, you know, sexual favours for a judge as well in some way. <laughs> oh, that's not disqualification at all. That's <laughs> very much... So is it in or out? Perfect memory. I think it's out because of the danger it poses, Elijah, I'm afraid. Yeah. And content filters? Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that. Because I am much more likely to have done something that I am uh, secretly guilty and shameful about. But I still think that the winner uh, has to be... Owls and David. We do, hold on, hold on. Do we have time for one more, Katrina? No. Are we running over at the pod? This could be the... Does that mean two minutes or two minutes or two more? <laughs> two minutes. Two minutes. This could be the idea that changes all of science and you're going to block this one. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, in that case, if we've only got two minutes, there's one, uh, one final suggestion I'd like to give you, coming all the way from Mother Nature herself. Frogs. So frog skins, in the past couple of years, they've discovered over 150 new types of antibiotics. Uh, including cures for types of stroke, cures for types of cancer. Frog skin seems to be where it's at. On a frog skin? On frog skins. And can you take it neat, shall we say? <laughs> like if I was having a heart attack, could I just lick Kermit? <laughs> Is that why Miss Piggy's never been sick in any of the... <laughs> she has no swine flu as a result of this. So, so do you have to process it? What, what, what does it work? Well, there's a lot of research, and actually, unfortunately, it's not yielding results yet as fast as we hoped, but because they're moist, basically, um. Yeah. <laughs> nope. That's on the band list. That should be on your. No. No moist. Nope. Don't so say it. Because they are because they are moist, they have to have different. So because disease can get in those kind of ways. Can I just point out that this audience didn't really balk at the fact that about the whole doggy style thing. <laughs> that, like they were all reasonable adults here and just went, oh, well, fair enough. <laughs> but the word moist, and you all went, ah, no, that's that's a step too far, then. <laughs> You know, how else? Because they, they, they have to be, because among other things, most amphibians, a lot of them breathe through their skin. Mm. So you need moisture for that to happen. I'm not suggesting you breathe through your skin in these cases. Why did they say ribbit? Why do, they don't say ribbit. Yeah. Do you know why they're, why they're meant to say ribbit? Go apparently, on, apparently, when films came out at the start and were looking to put soundtracks on them, there's a frog in Southern California or somewhere yeah. around LA that Pacific frog, and it makes that noise. The Pacific tree frog, that's it. Yeah, that would be the one. And um, <laughs> the Pacific tree frog makes that noise, so people think that all frogs make that noise because of film, but it, it, it doesn't. I did a gig once in, um, I was in Bulgaria. And if you could top my frog story, <laughs> I'd be impressed. No, that's just related, because I started saying, because the other thing is culture, and so I started asking people, you know, uh, what, what, what noise does a frog make? And the audience all went, quack. 
And I said, well, mm. what noise does, it, does this duck make? And they went, quack, quack. You know, and they started looking at each other. And, and they think, like, this must be something that came in under communism. Like, all animals <laughs> would be equal, and all animals would say quack. Like, you know, Paul <laughs> MacDonald had a farm, and everything said quack. <laughs> Except, like, do you, see, do you think? Paul <laughs> MacDonald did not have a farm because he's a capitalist pig dog. And <laughs> or that the frog originally went ribbit, and then they just brought it to a re-education camp. <laughs> 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 just beating the frog. Say it! Quack. You are now free to go. <laughs> Bring in the dog. Woof. No, 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 no. <laughs> you are going to have to sit at back of class. Here is chalk right on board. Quack, quack, quack. Quack, 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 quack. <laughs> Woof. Oh, a rebellious dog. <laughs> <laughs> we will see if I can break your spirit. Bring in the womble. Which womble? Bulgaria, of course. <laughs> Too young to get that. <laughs> so hold on, frog skin antibiotics, in or not? If it involves being moist, actually, how do you feel oh, about that? I don't there have any objection to the word moist, I don't care. You made a face when it happened, don't even pretend. You're moist on the inside, all of us are. Like, that's how it works. <laughs> no, no, we are, look, wait. That's why I'm much worse. You know when you realise what you said, James? That comment on its own would have been fine. We would have let that comment go on its own. But given the other stuff you said tonight. No, I mean, like, so, so frogs have to be moist in the skin to breathe through the skin. Yeah. Our lungs have to be moist to. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, this is not on, is it? Like, the. The podcast isn't on anymore, never mind this. <laughs> is this on? Like, is this it's going to make me on just to see your massive discomfort at saying the word. I think, yeah, I mean, okay, do, we, do we want, so in other words, the question is, do we want a skin like frogs where we can somehow get antibiotics from our own skin? Is that the question? Effectively, yeah, magic antibiotic skin. Magic antibiotic skin. But it does skin. have a cost that comes with it because everything in evolution does. Well, what's the cost? The, Saying the word. <laughs> yeah, saying the word. Is that saying enough? the word no, over the cost? and over Genuinely, again. If I just had a little patch, like a nicotine patch of frog skin between my, uh, my wrist oh, actually, and my... Oh, yeah, a little bit that you can just a little lick bit. your wrists when you need it. Yeah, so you could just lick your wrist and... Would you just get antibiotic resistance? If yeah. Everyone has, there's your saying? patch. What's the cost? Tell me the cost. That, I need to know the cost, a, man. Having a wet patch. Having a wet patch. <laughs> 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 I go home. <laughs> maybe, maybe we are. Maybe we're trying to reach too far. <laughs> maybe we should just have a system where our brain thinks about what we're going to say before we say it. And we need a delay. And how that could be construed? Yeah. Do. Like, like yeah. basically, this is your dialogue box that says, "Do you really want to say the words wet patch <laughs> after you've just said the word moist? Do you really want to say that?" I think it would be a great idea. Who's going to turn down a little patch that you could get antibiotics from? Yeah, I think that's a very good idea. Okay. So Can't believe I'm the one being serious. <laughs> right. So you're going to have to pick here. This is large. We're going to have to run this up. Do we want J David's suggestion of joints like an owl? Uh, do you want James' idea of streaming to the eyes, but only in black and white, we've discovered, and maybe out of focus, perhaps, in certain parts? Uh, we've rejected Elijah, but not from our hearts. Um, <laughs> Elijah we, will come again, probably. 
I apologize I'll be, I'll be to Rachel or Andrew for this podcast. No, I didn't mean that way. I meant in the biblical way. You're a filthy bastard. You're just a filth monger. Is that when they said to you, what sort of scientist do you want to be? Did you just go, by all yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favourite organ? Moist, wet patch. Oh dear. Right. Um, content filters? That was the only suggestion. Yes. I, could I suggest a patient zero? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Simon. And frog skins? Um, I still think David's one because the, the way it was explained. See, I think that you would do the frog skin thing and it could be ages before it's ever developed. I think that man, yeah. if I say we're going to do this now, he's going to go out and probably just knock a few owls together. Yeah. <laughs> you see him tops. knocking around. Like if I put it this way, if I saw him and you both together knocking around the Phoenix Park, <laughs> I would suggest that he was su searching for owls. I have no idea what you <laughs> doing. <laughs> I can imagine you just chasing Elijah around the park going, Neil got a hug, I want a hug. <laughs> so for that reason, David all day long. Okay, please give me a huge round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> how, does, how does it feel, David, knowing that you're going to have your idea? You're going to have to actually knock oils together until yeah. the RSPCA comes. I think we'll look back at this moment very easily. <laughs> 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 oh, what I like about that is he's been thinking about that for an hour. <laughs> Solid hour. Okay, you heard it here first. We're going to take that idea and we're going to add it to our genetic code using DNA or C, whichever works best. Before we go, I want you to give a huge round of applause and thank you to our people here. We've had David McCoon, we've had Lara Duncan, we've had Neil Delamere, we've had the wonderful audience here at the Science Gallery in Dublin. I've been Simon Watts. This has been Level Newman. Thank you and good night. That was Level Up Human, hosted by Simon Watt, produced by Rachel Wheely, and supported by the Wellcome Trust. For more information, go to levelupyuman.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.